Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 508, it is Thursday, one of the few days I'm showing up to work this week. Right, you're off again tomorrow. I am, and you're off too, right? I am, yes. Do you have big plans? or? Um, No, we're just going to, usually we like to take a Friday off together, Chris and I, my husband, just to do a little last minute holiday shopping. Nice. Maybe have a little lunch, just a little date day. You're going to go visit the six state flag finalists over so. Mall of America? I don't think so. Wouldn't that be special? Go get your <laughs> get your family Christmas picture? Ah, that's okay. No? Hmm. How funny. What a funny thing. You know, and... <laughs> the whole thing is kind of ridiculous, What I'm it? questioning is, well, not why. They can do what they want. But sure. So they're, so they're going to display these six flags, fabric flags, for people to see. Right. But at the same time, we were just told yesterday that they're going to change again. Yeah. They're going to, they're going to, they're taking some more feedback to incorporate more colors, maybe combine a few flag designs. So these aren't probably truly the finalists, you yeah. know? Right. Do you think like... The artists get to take their flag at least. I mean, we're, we're not paying these people. We're making. We're probably going to charge them the way government seems to work. <laughs> yeah. But like, congrats on being a finalist. The federal government now has decided tax to tax the flag. you because mm-hmm. you missed the deadline by fifteen days. Right? <laughs> Just ridiculous. I know. Um, that sounds like that should be a good day. Alyssa yeah. and I will. Uh, I don't think we have any real plans tomorrow. Same kind of deal. Yeah. Like doing the shopping and I don't know. I like having that sort of laid laid back day. I do too. I do too. If I had a choice though of any day of the week to have just one day off, I think I would always go with Monday. You would go Monday. You're a Monday. It just extends that weekend. You don't get the Sunday scaries. You don't have to get up early. It's just kind of nice. When you think about France, have you ever been to France? No, I would love to go to France. That's on the bucket list? Mm Mm-hmm. I highly recommend Mm, it. Yes. Where have you been? We've been... Uh, so when Alyssa uh, was in college, she uh, spent a sem- she spent like six months living in France. Mm, so she studied nice. abroad, and I studied abroad as well. Uh, bop, bop, bop. But I went over <laughs> just stupid. So I went over to visit her uh, while she was studying in Alsace. Not with your broad. Not with my broad. Okay. Um, I did try to break up with her. Did I ever tell this story? You tried to break up with Alyssa? Yes. In France? No. Okay. Before she went, <laughs> she's going to kill me for telling this story, but before she went off to study in France, I thought the chivalrous thing to do would be to break up with <gasps> to her. Set her free. Set her free. Yes. I'm like, I don't know, maybe you want to like go date some guy in a beret with we oui, we oui. i was very concerned that she was going to start smoking yes. for some reason that was one of my concerns but i'm like i don't want you to be i don't want you to like limit your experience yeah oh she was so pissed oh really yeah well i mean it's difficult to send the message let's break up in a positive manner <laughs> Well, I guess it was You are on... taking it in the cor- in the spirit intended. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm also not taking into consideration how long had you been together by then? Like how committed and 
Mm. big relationship were you at this point? Let's see. So it was probably a year and a year and a half, maybe. Yeah, that's pretty that's solid. College time yeah. where you're seeing each other every day. Yeah. That's a lot of time. Yeah. We sort of knew, but yeah. Yeah. I meant well. I, I get it. I totally get it. <laughs> but so anyway, we went over and visited then. And then we have been back like to do w- the wine region, like oh, Champagne wow. and uh, Bordeaux. Ugh, that was pretty cool. Beautiful. Good for you. When I think of French food in France, I think slow, leisurely, long meal. Right. And the last time we were there, in fact, the small town... Uh, like shut down for two hours over lunch. Like a siesta. Because everyone was eating lunch. Mm-hmm. It was just a very leisurely thing. The hottest thing, the New York Times reports, in France right now is American fast food. Really? Oh, that is so disappointing. Krispy Kreme no. is the hottest thing right <gasps> now. Oh. The French love American products. There's a hype around American food chains. I don't like that. It's sort of shocking, right? It is shocking. It is the gastronomy capital of the world, and it is the biggest market in Europe for major American fast food chains. Popeye's, Popeye's Chicken, opened the first of 350 restaurants they plan in France. Wendy's, Burger King, KFC. It must be such a novelty to them because they're used to this relaxed pace of life where you sit around the table for hours you have wine with your meals you just right. hang out and it's it's like an it's like an untapped market for these yeah, fast food I chains. get that wow it is I feel a little disappointed I'm though. very disappointed there's a I little bit it. of American pride you're like ah mm. take that you French you Frenchies and your fancy pants and all the young generation they just want some Krispy Kreme donuts wow Almost half of men surveyed think they could land a passenger plane. What? Men. Undefeated when it comes to absolutely ridiculous (laughs) overconfidence. Well, anybody. We don't have to bash men. But anybody who says, you know, 50% of any population that says they can land a plane, come on. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yes, it is. Now, the truth is, the overall survey, one-third of Americans think they could they could uh, land that airplane. How many states have legalized marijuana? <laughs> but when you, break, gracious. when you break it down to women, so women are a little more realistic, but honestly, women are as delusional. Uh, uh, women are more delusional than I thought. Seven percent of women are very confident they could land a plane in an emergency. Passenger plane. Well, 13% are somewhat confident. Now, when you compare that to men, though, 20% are very confident. (laughs) See, now, if somebody had a couple of flying lessons under their belt, sure. Maybe. But not just out of the blue if you've never been in a cockpit before. Passenger airplane relying only on the assistance of air traffic control. I do not feel... I would put myself in the not at all confident 
category. Not at all. And you know, you cannot depend on air traffic controllers because they are overworked and they are struggling big time right now. So true. Which is really concerning to me. It's very concerning. It's it's terrible. It's a bad situation. Well, and you think about, obviously, there's staffing concerns all around uh, the economy, right? Mm -hmm. But when you think about air traffic control, like it's, it's, in a way, it's one of the worst type of jobs to recruit people to right now because you have to be there. You have to show up. That gets its own category. That's kind of so stressful. Mm -hmm. I had a friend who uh, went through the application process to become a 911 dispatch operator. And she said it was very intense. Um, But because she went through the process and the process is fill out a form, you know, usual job application, background check, Mm -hmm. interview, then they give you a test, then they give you another test. Like, it's pretty intense. Yeah. As it should be. And, like, how are we ever going to fix staffing for a job that is of utmost importance? Yeah. Limited appeal. And it's really hard to get the job. You got to pay them. You got to pay them. You know, all those jobs where we're understaffed and they're so, so crucial just to people's safety. It is sort you of got to fork it over for those. It is sort of the answer, isn't it? I like, think so. Where we and I don't think we, but like the hiring people and the boss world, like this isn't that complicated. Uh, yeah, like, I don't you think you just so. have to pay people exactly. a, a lot more, right? Yeah, you. There are certain jobs that you wonder, like, can pay make that much of a difference? Like to be a police officer. Mm-hmm. Like, should officers get paid more? Yes. But if you raise the pay, is that going to be enough of an incentive for people? I don't uh, know. I don't know. That job is not one that many people want these days. And I think we're turning the tide a little bit here with what Minneapolis is doing. But yep. it's still tough. That's a tough sell. It's tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You think about, like, your own kid. Would you want your kid to be in that field? I don't think so. I mean, I would be so proud but yeah i feel the same yeah i know i you know he wants to be in computer science that's a good little Fine. place for him to be <laughs> yes i don't have to worry about your safety or <laughs> at least i don't think so i don't know right we got hackers out there all of that one more uh, fast food story for you mcdonald's is launching a drinks restaurant it's called Cosmic. I saw a little blurb on TV about this. What is it? So it's being, they are only going to open 10 of them. It's a, a test. And remember, McDonald's launched Chipotle. That's right. So yeah. they've launched some stuff, but it's a new restaurant format with drinks and treats designed to appeal to afternoon snackers. Hmm. So they're trying to go after Starbucks and Dunkin'. Okay. And some of the, they'll have like a churro frappe or a pear flavored slush or a turmeric latte. Wow. So it's sort of like buzzy type flavors maybe, Mm -hmm. but probably, you know, more along the line of like the Starbucks Frappuccino or the, you know, the caribou drinks that you go have where you know it's a treat. It's not like, I'm not getting a cup of coffee. Exactly. But apparently, drinks, this category, is like a $100 billion category. I believe it. People are into those drinks. 
it's fast. I just drink coffee, black mm-hmm. coffee. Sometimes I have a latte or a mm-hmm. cappuccino, but I don't get that fancy with my drinks. Yeah. But you see people all the time walking around with, you know, the whipped cream Lots on the of top of the whole thing. Yeah, and, I know. I mean, they they are delicious. They are delicious. <laughs> they are delicious. But they're expensive but... and they're full of sugar. It's it's so, you know, when McDonald's gets to work on it, whatever you think about McDonald's, it's massive. Mm-hmm. So it'll be, I'm super interested to see what they come up with. Cosmics was like an old character. Uh, oh, like in the old McDonald's commercials. Oh, like Grimace's friend? Yeah. Cosmic. Yeah. Cosmic. Uh, thanks, Laura. Have yes. a great day off. Thank you. See you next week. Wouldn't the world be better if all billionaires were like Mackenzie Scott? I think so. We're going to talk about her. Uh, where are we flying to? Top destinations from Minneapolis-St. Paul. Had a couple of surprises to me. And video gaming. It's a sport, and it's coming to middle school. We'll talk about it next on D-Rush Hour News Headlines. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. D-Rush Hour news headlines on December 7th here on CCO. Wouldn't the world be better if we had more billionaires like Mackenzie Scott? Six Twin Cities nonprofits get unexpected gifts. She announced that she is donating $26 million to six metro area organizations, part of $2 billion plus that she's given to 360 organizations. Star Tribune writing about this. I about fell out of my chair, said Ann Kazaban, the executive director of Southside Community Health Services. She got $2.6 million. Her clinic is small. She serves low-income residents in South Minneapolis. $10 million goes to the City of Lakes Community Land Trust, helps provide affordable home ownership opportunities. Other money going to Project for Pride in Living, which is affordable housing, $7 million. Battered Women's Justice Project, $2.5 million. Hmong American Partnership, and Way to Grow, which does early childhood education, also getting $2 million. If she, I don't know a dang thing about Mackenzie Scott's politics. But if she ran for president, I would vote for her. Is there a bigger trend that tells the story of Minnesota right now than all of these different ethnic shopping hubs opening in the suburbs? Mungtown Marketplace is coming to Maplewood. Finance and Commerce reporting that the same guy who owns the Mungtown Marketplace in St. Paul, which is so cool. It's on Como in Frogtown. There's 125 vendors, 11 different restaurants in there. I, Tua Shong is going to open a two-story retail center in Maplewood Mall. It used to be a Sears. And he said it's going to be different. It'll be aimed at a younger demographic. but uh, And it might have an entertainment aspect, too, like a bowling alley or something. But pretty cool. Asia Mall and Eden Prairie were, uh, and the developers behind Asian Mall are opening another one of those. So very, very interesting. Where are the top spots that we're flying to?
All right, I don't know if I would have guessed our number one destination out of MSP. Traffic through the end of November is up compared to last year, still down compared to the pre-pandemic. So we're up 12% from last year, but down 10% from 2019. Number one destination, so it originates at MSP. So this is not like, oh, you stopped here and you're moving on. Denver, number one is Denver, 1.1 million seats. The next closest, you probably would guess, Phoenix, 770,000 seats to Phoenix. Then Atlanta, which Atlanta is a big hub, so that sort of makes sense. Chicago, 718,000. Then Vegas, L.A., Orlando, and Seattle. After more than 100 years in business, 100 years, a St. Paul leather manufacturer has closed. No, I don't, I don't think they're making whips. Maybe they should have been. I mean, whips are made out of leather. Yeah, it's true. I actually have a messenger bag from J.W. Hume, which was founded in St. Paul in 1905. They made their stuff on West 7th uh, for decades. They closed their store on Grand Avenue last month, but it was a bit of a surprise, according to the Minneapolis-St. Paul Business Journal, that the whole company shut down. Uh, they were last owned by uh, an Eden Prairie company called iMedia Brands. They run Shop HQ, the TV shopping network. Uh, kind of makes you worried about Grand Avenue. We asked the mayor about this earlier today. But the president of the Grand Avenue Business Association told uh, the Business Journal, that they get inquiries all the time for smaller local companies looking to move in to Grand. So it's all about making a deal. Don't be mad if your kid plays video games all the time. Be mad if they're not trying to be good at it and win a scholarship. Ah, can you name that tune? Name that video game. I've spent a fair amount of time playing Mario Kart, so that's one of the new... Middle school e-gaming games. Minnesota Varsity League is for middle schoolers. Soon, Wisdom Gaming owns it. The middle school version of this high school league is going to be called MNVL Junior. Twin Cities Business Magazine with the story. They said there have been an overwhelming amount of requests for middle school academic esports. Last spring, they had 69 high schools, 1,200 participants in the high school version of this. Now there are 80 schools and growing. Middle school esports league, it'll be similar as any kind of, you know, high school competition. They'll do Mario Kart, Super Smash Bros., chess, and Minecraft. Pretty interesting. This is a thing. Like, it's the same as lacrosse, just with more Doritos. More Doritos. 5.30, that's the D-Rush Hour news headlines. Oh, one of our textures is a little disturbed by the whip sound. Is it is it bringing up uncomfortable memories? Is that why? Hard to say. Hard to say. Rob Jones from Meteor Bar will join us talk a little bit about holiday libations in just a minute here on CCO. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.